Quick Hits, the only podcast that helps you get smartenized. Today's Quick Hit, Economics for Lefties. The Four Dummies series of books has been wildly popular for a long time and with good reason. If you're brand new to a subject, it's a good way to get a simple and admittedly simplistic introduction to a subject. We're going to try a similar approach in this podcast and present one chapter of what may become a continuing series, Economics for Lefties. This chapter is Understanding Tax Cuts. Whenever an across-the-board tax cut is discussed or implemented, the left gets howling mad. They cry, Robin Hood in reverse, and scream, unfair to the poor, and chant, death to the intellectual bourgeoisie, because sometimes they forget where they are. But if a lefty's going to understand tax cuts, the first thing they need to learn is that Robin Hood wasn't real. They adore Robin Hood so much they've become Robin Hoods themselves, but their fantasy is faulty. Robin Hood stole from the rich and gave to the poor, but the legend never mentions how much he kept for himself. There was administration, overhead, salaries for him and his merry men, mead, uniforms, fact-finding trips across Maid Marion, all kinds of things, so it was unlikely there really was very much left for the people that he was going to be giving it to. Tax cuts let both the rich and the poor keep more of their own money, so it's like Robin Hood took an extra day off every week and left everyone with a bit more in their purses. In their ongoing struggle to keep class warfare alive and well, the left insists that any tax reduction is wildly unfair because the wealthy gets to keep more money than the middle class, and the middle class gets to keep more money than the poor. They're right about the difference in dollar amounts, but wrong about the unfairness. In order to understand how the numbers work, let's simplify them by creating two hypothetical taxpayers. Frederick Filthy Rich has so much money he doesn't measure it in dollars and cents, but in buttloads. One buttload equal more than you'll make in your entire lifetime. I lost a buttload of money in the market last week, says Frederick. That's okay, because I made two buttloads the week before. <laughs> this is Frederick's idea of wit. He's also short, homely, and thinks he looks good in green. Like 70% of all U.S. millionaires, he earned his fortune himself by starting businesses and making them profitable. He also has a gorgeous 22-year-old supermodel trophy wife with a perfect ass, huge breasts, and a doctorate in tantric sex. She spends most of her free time in the backyard playing on the trampoline next to the Olympic-sized pool. She's only in this scenario to increase your jealousy and make you hate Frederick even more. Although Frederick has an office full of accountants and tax experts, he still pays $500,000 a year in taxes. Ed Budlight, who lives next door to Joe Sixpack, manages to get by. He and his wife work hard, play hard, love their kids, and like most Americans, pay $10,000 a year in taxes to the federal government. Also, like most Americans, he doesn't realize he's paying that much because so many of the taxes are so well hidden. But in order to keep things simple, we're going to treat the entire amount like it's income tax. Let's examine what happens to Fred and Ed under three different tax cut scenarios. Scenario number one, a 10% tax cut is passed across the board for everybody. This puts an extra $50,000 in Frederick's pocket and an extra $1,000 in Ed's. Joni Compassionmonger, a lifelong Democrat who is thinking of registering as a Green next election, is appalled. Appalled! 90% of the benefit goes to 2% of the taxpayers, she fumes, eyes ablaze. Frederick can use his windfall to buy another Lexus. Ed can only buy, like, a refrigerator. 
A nice one with the automatic ice maker thingy and a cold water dispenser, but still, it's just a refrigerator. That's grossly unfair. When Joni talks, you can almost see the exclamation points at the end of every sentence. Joni fails to mention that Frederick is still paying $450,000 a year in taxes. She never considers that if 15% of the taxpayers are paying 90% of the taxes in the first place, their share of any tax cut is going to be bigger. It's simple math. Before the cut, Frederick was paying 50 times more than Ed. After the cut, he still pays 50 times more than Ed. But conjuring up pictures of luxury cars and referring to Ed as if he were a miserable loser lets Joni and her fellow do-gooders enjoy a refreshing round of righteous indignation and moral outrage. Let's change the scenario a bit. The bill is rewritten to get the cut past the Democrats in Congress. Lower and middle class taxpayers will get a 10% cut, but the top 2% of income earners will only get 5%. Joni is appalled. How can we justify giving the hardworking middle class a measly $1,000 when the filthy rich get $25,000? The workers have to settle for a rowboat and the filthy rich get yachts. Joni hasn't priced yachts lately. Or rowboats, for that matter. For our last scenario, the Democrats water down the bill. They give the rich just 2%, and they give everyone else 15%. Frederick still comes out ahead, saving $10,000 to Ed's $1,500. Joni and her cronies continue to howl at the injustice. The bottom line is that if you're only considering dollar amounts, any tax cut is going to give the most benefit to those who are paying the most taxes. Even if you reduce the percentage the upper class receives, they'll still come out ahead. Remember this whenever you hear lefties complaining about tax cuts favoring the rich. The left also likes to talk about people being given a tax break or receiving a benefit. In reality, everyone starts out with their own money. Then the government grabs about 40% of it. If the government grabs less, nobody's being given anything and nobody is receiving anything. They're simply being allowed to keep a little more of what was already theirs in the first place. The phrase, for lefties, is a trademark of painfully obvious publishing incorporated. If this podcast taught you just a little bit you didn't know before, or helps you understand a different point of view, congratulations, you've been smartenized. If you didn't enjoy this podcast, you most certainly won't enjoy the Hitman Chronicle, which is at www.davehit.com. That's spelled with two T's. But love it or hate it, drop by, send me an email, and let me know what you think. Quick Hit is copyright 2005 by Dave Hit. It's a record of one man's opinion, so it should not be taken too seriously.